We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his own We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. The coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in Christmas drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. So what message do the rest of us take from what's happened over the past three weeks? It's very simple. The message is force is more effective than voting. Elections change nothing. Rioting, by contrast, makes you rich and powerful. When you riot, prosecutors will ignore the law on your behalf. Corporations will send you millions. Politicians will kneel down before you. It works. Violence works. Welcome to Inside Four Walls with your host James Madison. Please enjoy the show. So, I have officially sold my DWAC stock, or Digital World Acquisitions, or more commonly known as Truth Social or Trump Social stock. I got some humble pie I need to eat, and I do have a little I told you so's here. So let's just get into it. So Trump about, what is it, a year and a half ago now? It was one of the big first announcements within like the month or two after he left office that he will be launching his own social media. And it built the hype around it. Now, Trump didn't play a role in this site's development. He gave a bunch of money to a bunch of random fucks and a bunch of random fucks built a fucking website. They used Mastodon as a as a starting point. Mastodon is an open source code which allow it's an open source social media code. That means it's out there for anyone to use and get. But one caveat is it's tabooed if you use it to make a profit. 
there was a lawsuit filed over it, and the judge, I don't know if it's one of the times where the judge is just so old, you understand what the fuck he's ruling on, or what, but either way, the courts have ruled that it's not legally fucked up to use open source coding for privatized interests. I disagree with that ruling. I don't think Trump should have won that case, but it is what it is. Moving on. So he takes this open source and he builds a social media upon it. And again, these are people who Trump just hired to do it. You know, I think about Trump's presidency, you know, he's not very good at hiring people. Now, it launched for 10 to $14 a share, depending on which part of the world you were in. In America, it was $14 a share. I got in within the 24 hours, but not initially. So by the time I got in, I bought five stocks for $25 each, which was a grand total of $125 and some change spent on stock. And I will admit, for the first couple months, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, I kept seeing return after return after return. The stock I bought for $25 a share by the end of the week was upwards of like $95 to almost $100 a share. Pretty fucking good. Ooh, then crack started to show. Uh, a waiting list was put together. Then it was only on Apple. And I, you might remember me mentioning some questions about that. Apple, the one of the least conservative-friendly companies on the planet, Apple was willing to let Trump run and operate on their network. Android wasn't. But then I find out they never filed for an Android patent. They never once wanted to get True Social on the Android store. I'm an Android user, because fuck Apple. But, isn't it kind of funny, just a side note here, Trump, the guy that was like, it's so sad what the Chinese people are doing to the Muslims. It's so sad, it's so sad. Their their economy is tanking. They've resorted to to human rights violations. It's disgusting America needs to break through, break any connection to China. Also, all my stuff will be sold on Apple devices only. Right, right, okay. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. yeah. Uh, something, 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 dumbass hypocrisy, something there. Now, side note here, don't you love how, like, this is a little bit of rant here, but I just want to touch on it since I'm in front, forward my mind. Don't you love how, like, Glenn Beck and all of them are, like, two same-sex couples can't raise a kid, the kid will not be developed, will not develop properly, blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, yay, Dave Rubin's having a baby. Dave Rubin and his husband are adopting a baby. I'm so excited. You know those grifters at the fucking Blaze are gonna make a TV show out of it. You know it. You fucking know they are. Perhaps some of you more conservative audience members might have sitting there holding your cups angrily. Please be angry. It's okay. I'm angry with you. I just process it a little bit better. Now, one of the cracks is already to show in True Social was the fact that the people Trump had hired, I want to start saying that more often because Trump, he's a fucking boomer, man. He doesn't know tech. He don't know tech. If he knew tech, he would have been on Rumble, he would have been on Getter, he would have been on Parler, he would have been on all these sites like that. Well, he is, he is on Getter, and I believe he is on Rumble now, but he would have been on these sites on his last, in his last year of presidency. You know, he would have been on this shit. The day after his shit got banned, he wouldn't have wasted his time with the, from the desk of Donald J. Trump, 
website that went down fucking flames. And then he made a parlor after parlor fucking got its cord yanked on it and it came back as like a splash page. Way to fucking go. See, I'm kind of mad. I actually had a parlor I used for a couple years. Like two and a half, maybe a year and a half. It was a while. It was like 2018 I made it. I started using it more in 2019. Now I'm like, yeah, but I never fucking use it. Uh, but Trump brings in, or Trump hires in this company, which makes uh, algorithms. This algorithm started to delete people. And the official response from social was, because this is Trump's social media... People are going out of their way to post child pornography and post drug illicit content and, and post this explicit content and this, that, and the other thing that we don't like, but my free speech on the back table. Now, I may not agree with these algorithms, but when I set myself into the shoes of a boomer or someone above the age of 40, really... I can kind of see where that seems like, oh, okay, well, it makes sense. You want to make good impressions. That's what I'll never understand about the American right, is they're, they're all worried about impressions, when it's like, the people who are already against you are against you, and the people who are for you are for you. At this point, I understand what making a good impression means. But, when this algorithm was first brought on, that's when we saw the ever-climbing Trump, Trump train of Dwack stock kind of stumble a little bit. It went from $95 a share to 80 just overnight. Like, it went, whoa. And again, I bought in at $25 a share, dropping down 10 bucks or so in value. It still makes it more valuable than what it was when I bought it. So I'm just sitting back and like, yeah, but it is what it is. Then, people on the waiting list start getting purged by this algorithm. This algorithm starts deleting people on the waiting list. Then, people started getting on, and they were reserving names like Tim Pool and Stephen Crowder, and, and reserving all these names of other people. And the website was like, oh, we'll, we'll help you get that back, meaning we just forgot about you, and we're just going to move on and pretend you're not this big-time content creator trying to, uh, you know, help grow our platform. Someone stole your name, and they're charging you money to get it back. We'll figure it out later. Later never came. Moving on. Circle back. <laughs> Sorry, that's gross. Uh, so, <clears throat> that algorithm is what started to really fucking things up. And then Trump makes the announcement that he's not going to be using true social. And the dam broke. Every day. Every day, Dweck's been in the red for the last two and a half months. And it pro... it For me, I sold because it got down to doubles. I bought in at $25 a stock. The stock gone down to $55 a share. I'm selling. I kept one. I bought five. I sold four. Why am I keeping one? I'm keeping one sort of as a, uh, a badge. You know... Right, it's the same reason why I have a little bit of AMC and a little bit of GameStop still. It's a point in investment history, at least for me. So I'm going to keep one share of the whack. I don't care if it rises or falls or goes to zero. 
I just want it on my record. It's a stain, yeah. Uh, it shows I was a little too optimistic and bought in on something that I shouldn't have bought in on, but I did. And I've done little updates with the show revolving around Trump, social media, or true social. True social is a terrible fucking name. And every update's been not the best. I've got some bad feedback from it, but ultimately, I don't care if you're from the right or the left and you're here to listen to what I got to say. You're going to listen to what I got to say. I'm not going to change my, my stances or opinions for either party. I don't play political party life. I don't play party lines like that. I may, on average, on 85% of my stances, be in the conservative or the America First side of things. But I do have things that I differ on. I don't support cops the same way Trump supports them. I, uh, I don't celebrate incursions or American imperialism the way a lot of people on the left and right seem to. I think George Bush and Obama are the same fucking person. Not literally, but politically. And then I have that episode about why I think Trump needs to get his ass beat. And that got a lot of hatred. And then I posted an episode... About why I think Jill Biden needs to go to prison for elder abuse. And people are like, no, Joe Biden needs to go to prison. Completely showing me they didn't listen to that episode. And now that I've explained why I've sold my true social stock, I want to talk to I wanna I wanna tell you some of the conversations I've had with people on this topic. I have a friend, we'll call her Jolly. Close enough to her name, we'll call her Jolly. Jolly is a QAnon Wimmercon, which means she's a neocon, essentially, and she has boomeresque policies. We were talking about true social, and I told her this is she's the lady I rode into the convoy with initially, going back to Michigan. And we were talking on the car about this, and I said, "I'm thinking I'm going to start. I'm going to start considering selling my true social meat, my true social stock." And she tried to talk me out of it. And I started telling her, like, "Well, with the algorithm going through and deleting people." And with the rules it has, you know, it says it's a free speech platform, but its COS is almost identical to Twitter. You can't make fun of Jews. You can't use racial pejoratives. Uh, no pornographic content. No uh, crooked letters. No undotted eyes. <laughs> a lot of really stringent rules. And I was like, you know, I thought Trump was going to make a free speech platform. Now... I will leave a link in the description to an episode I did about why there will never be a free speech platform. That just will never fucking happen. Even if the app itself wants to be, it can't if it wants to be widely used. Now, me, if you're willing to, I think you should sacrifice your will your your widely used angle to get a free good to get a few good users. You know, I uh like I said, there's only if I had social media, there's only one thing I would look out for, and it's, I, w- I would be I would have a heavy hammer for anything child pornography related. Outside of that, I don't think I give a fuck. I'll have a block button, and there would be uh, there wouldn't be a report account. There would be in a report post button. That way, you can't just spam and spam an account and get them deleted. You can spam a post and get it reviewed. And we'll review it. But True Social is essentially just Twitter with a MAGA spray paint. 
And when we were talking, I was like, "There's a." She's like, "Oh, name someone who got banned." Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes. I am not a big fan of Nick Fuentes. I enjoy what he says. I think he can. She says some very funny shit. His January 6th episode from 2021 is probably one of my favorites, where he says this is our Joker moment. He has a lot of really good moments, a lot of good quotes, a lot of good quips. However, I don't subscribe to America First. I don't watch their their content, and when they got booted off to other, like, Panda.tv sites, that's typically when I don't follow people. Uh, I think the only one from that that I follow is Gavin McGinnis still, and that's only because me and him tend to align a little bit more on things, social and politically, and racially. Now, moving on, when we were talking, she's like, oh, is he one of your guys? And I didn't know what that meant at first. She was thinking... Because for me on my podcast, I mean, you guys are here, I've talked about every fucking group imaginable, from BLM to Proud Boys, from Boogaloo to Antifa, and even Patriot Front for the whole three seconds they were a fucking thing. So there's a lot of people in my personal life who, when I talk about these political groups, I defend Antifa to a certain extent, I've I've defended BLM to a certain extent. For me, when it comes to BLM, it's individuals I can support cannot support the fucking group. I cannot support the fucking corporate, the the, the fucking skeleton, right? This zombie wearing a, a social justice face mask, which is just really a corrupt bureaucratic monster fuck that is the BLM organization. I don't support the organization. Certain individual people who I know that are members or support the cause, I can support that. And that applies to pretty much every single fucking group that's considered extreme. In this country. So, oftentimes in my family, I am seen as a member of one group or another. Some of them think I'm a proud boy, some of them think I'm a boogaloo, some people think I'm a diva, some people think I'm a BLM. It's a fucking shit show. I have been thrown in every band camp, and every band camp has pretty much unanimously said, get the fuck out. Oh, it's fine. Actually, the Hawaiian shirts are cool. I love the Hawaiian shirts. I support them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Inside Four Walls and Sin Media officially support the Boogaloo Boys. And may the word of the mighty Boogalations spread. But let's get back onto what I was talking about. This cold message got me loopy. She was like, oh, is he one of your guys? And I was like, well, what do you mean one of my guys? One of your Proud Boy types? And I froze for a second, and I was like, no. Nick Fuentes, he hosts the America First podcast. And she's like, oh, well, if he was, like, a proud boy or whatever the fuck, he shouldn't be on there. And that is a sentiment shared by a lot of the right. The same conservative right that will tell you we don't, we can't do censorship. Censorship isn't sustainable. Oh, we can't kick people out because of different ideologies. They're hypocrites. Through and through. Just because, uh, oh, this person who I know nothing about is kicked off. From a, from a social media ran by a guy I like. It must mean he was part of an extreme group. No. He's just a podcaster. Occasionally he sucks trying to dick, but he's just a podcaster. I am no groiper. Long story short. When I watch this conservative woman eat her own fucking words in front of me, 
for about an hour and a half on a road trip while she was trying to explain to me, well, if you're part of the Proud Boys, you shouldn't be allowed on social media. And he wasn't. Like I said, Nick Fuentes is just a podcaster. He's banned on Getter. There's a shout out to Tim Pool for this one. Tim Pool had the Miller whatever grifter fucking dumb fuck. The dude who looks like a discount ten, uh, discount teller or pen, whatever name, Pen Gillette, is that his name? The uh, discount Pen Gillette guy that runs Getter America. You know, the CCP back social media site that I use. That one. When uh, Funches was brought up, he froze. He was like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, 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 I don't know why he was kicked off. Like, well, you bring him back on? Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, sure. And he never brought him on. He also couldn't explain what a Groiper was. A Groiper, to my understanding, is just a Nick Fuentes fan. It just sounds like a... I don't give a fuck. Sorry. My laptop is being fucking retarded, and I don't want more info. Back. Uh, again, I'm, wa- I'm away from my studio. I'm traveling and reporting. Uh, yeah. And that's how it goes with a lot of the American conservative here. They, uh... They, they, they fool themselves into thinking that they're this, we may be, you know, they may be wrong, but we'll welcome them in. We can't do censorship. No, the American system works, but my stars and stripes. Until their guy's not in office, and then it's like, oh, no. The whole system's fucked. The whole system needs to go. And if you're not with us, and you must be the enemy, and you need to be silent. It takes nothing for the American right to turn back into the American left in this country. Nothing. You have a small handful of people that are like, whoa, guys, guys, I thought we weren't for this. Fuck you is a response to those people. And they're like, oh, oh, wow. Okay, so this is the right. And they leave. The left's no better. Don't don't get me fucking crossed here. The left's fucking worse. If anything, the left is what set the horrible example the modern-day right is trying to fucking follow. Everything the left did after Hillary Clinton lost is what the American right's been struggling to do. Everything. Remember, maybe you don't. Hillary Clinton supporters were like, we're gonna make our own social media site just for Hillary supporters. And it went nowhere. Went nowhere. Failed. And then all these other supporters were like, oh, the country's ruined, the flag's Fucked. Oh, we need to destroy the electoral college. Oh, we need to do this, that, and the other thing. Oh, it's irreparably damaged. Charles J. Trump won. And then when Biden was sworn in, the right said the exact same thing. Not my president. He's not my president. I fucking hate you guys. Now, there's a lot of the right that listen to my podcast. I'm assuming if you're the right that returns to my podcast, you're not the right that I'm talking about currently. You're the kind of right that I am. You're the Rothbardians. You're the free-form market people. You're the Ron Paul, Rand Paul-supporting type of American. And you know what? I'm with you there. But we got to take into account that we are not... We are not the right in this country. We may be right in this country, but we are not the right in this country. And that's why I, I 
support things like the Free State Movement, uh, the New California Project. These are things that I support because I think, hopefully, if enough people can back them, they are the future of this country. This has really turned into a rant. Again, this is a Let's Chat episode. I rant on these. And I got cold mess into my system, so it's a little extra spicy. My long story short, the right in this country, the people that got behind True Social, oh god, another thing I heard. Well, it's not on any other platform yet. The fact that True Social launched on Apple should be a red fucking flag. It was for me. I even in the podcast earlier in the year was like, guys, I don't like that it's on Apple. Apple wouldn't even approve Parler. Why is Trump's social media getting approved? The American right was like, oh, this means Apple's learning. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And again, Apple's a company. If they want us to have one and not the other and it's confusing, that's my place to be confused in their business to not explain to me. But it is something to take into account. Apple will not allow Gab on it, will not allow Parler on it, tried to remove Rumble from it. But all of a sudden, without any hesitation or pushback, they're like, yes, Trump social, please come. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fucking weird. Oh, and man, can we just make fun of Nunes real quick? Nunes motherfucker was like, I'm gonna quit my job as an elected official to go run Truth Social for Trump. Ha! How'd that work out? How the fuck did that work out? And again, touching back on the Truth Social thing, Trump didn't build this website. He gave the money to some shithead who probably paid someone else with a fraction of the money to build him a website. Trump did what Trump does. He opened himself to be grifted upon, and he was grifted upon. And there's no one to blame but himself. If the man would take five minutes to be hands-on with the shit his name's attached to, we wouldn't have the room to bully him that we do. But it's the fact that he constantly takes this backseat approach to shit. That's what fucked him up. That's what fucked up his entire presidency. He hired bad people or was told who to hire, and he hired bad people. Right? And when he drained the swamp, he didn't drain the swamp. He actually released his, and his pardons hundreds of swamp members. And how many people from January 6th are so rotten in solitary confinement? Trump didn't lock her up. He locked us up. For a year and a half during COVID, he locked this entire country down. Hillary Clinton was still jet-setting around the world, having a good old time with her husband and murdering people. Trump supporters are, were being executed and shot in the streets during COVID. Uh, they were being beaten. Their stores were being shut down. They were calling out for help from their president, who was too busy playing golf. Or just too busy doing anything besides listening to what his voters were trying to tell him. Look at his face when he goes to these events and he talks about the vaccine and the whole crowd turns on him. The whole crowd goes, boo, fuck your vaccine. And you see Trump floored. He's like, whoa, 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 what do I do? What do? How do I recover from this? I haven't been booed like this. These people aren't supposed to boo me. And I think that left an impact on him because he's getting more and more like, I have to stay in the shadows. My feelings. Huh. 
And I was wrong. You know, I thought True Social was going to be this big game changer, essentially. I didn't expect it to, to, to shake up and challenge Facebook and all in the way that it did. Or, 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 you know, I didn't expect it to. But I did, ex- I did expect it to at least challenge Getter and Gab. And it did. It, it couldn't even challenge those two. It couldn't even challenge Parler's numbers at its height before its downfall. And what? Getter, Parler only had like, what, a million and a half users? True Social couldn't even get that. They got the high thousands. High hundreds of thousands, maybe, but not even a million. And they didn't handle any of the launch right. They, uh, Tim Pool is at best. They handled it like they handled uh, Google Glass. They were like, big product coming. And then silence. And then people are like, okay, you know, you mentioned something about a big product. Where is said big product? Oh, it's coming. It's coming to be the greatest thing ever. It's like what James Dean announced to presidency. It was the greatest gift to America. Biggest deal ever. Silence for weeks. Shout out if you know what I just referenced. I've been referencing a lot of my content. Uh... Fuck it, but it's my new obsession. Anyway, moving on. So just like when James Dean announced he's running for presidency, he just said, here's gonna be the greatest gift to, to, to the American people. And then he went fucking MIA for weeks. Weeks! And the press was just like, when's that announcement coming? It's supposed to be an announcement coming any day now, right? Then it happened. Dean Democracy launched. Some people are lost what the fuck I'm talking about now. Other people are Googling Dean Democracy. You're welcome. Let me see what comes up when I Google Dean Democracy. I'm sure the right thing comes up. Dean. Dean. Yeah, right here. Dean Democracy comes up. Yep. Nice. Oh, have fun with that. People who, uh. have fun with that. Dean Democracy. Now, moving on. Uh, I've shamelessly plugged something that actually brings joy to my life. Trump was like, yeah, big product coming. It'll be the best social media network ever. Uh, it's such a big thing that we're working on right now. We wanted to make sure that when we launch it, it's ready to go. Join the waiting list. So people flocked to the waiting list. You had people hacking in to what was what was left of what the early days of true social media was. And I covered that too. People were getting on there, they're like, oh look, it's not did it's not done. You can't post. You can't share. You can't get your tweets here. They were raising a lot of red flags that would later on be good things that these hackers were complaining about. But in the moment I was like, dude, it hasn't even launched yet. It's just a waiting list for a website that's under construction still. He's just building hype for it. What's the big deal? Was my response. Which again seems like a reasonable response. I think it still was a reasonable response at the time. But hindsight is 2020. And then people just kept hacking into the website. And I was like, hey, you know what? How many people can hack into a website? Then we just start addressing this. And then Nunes, the guy who used to work national security and all this other shit, was like, I'm gonna get on here. I'm gonna help with it. I'm like, okay, well, there's a response to security issues. Nice. Nice. Okay, cool. And I backed off. And then it never came to Android. And then when it did launch, it was already on. People were like, this is it. 
this is true social, this is the big deal everybody was talking about. It's like Facebook. It's like an old Facebook look. Okay, neat. I've never made a true social. I bought stock in it, signed on the wait list, I figured I'd wait for it to come to Android, and it seems like it never will. I have it on my iPad at home, my iPad quit charging, so there's that. But it was just such a fucking wet bag when it arrived. Just a wet brown paper bag with napkins inside. That's true social. And I had such high hopes for it. 